Coffee on Campus listeners, this is Kendall, and I'm not in the studio today with Brogan or Jack. Um, We are doing our Espresso Shot episodes where we answer your questions that you sent in on our Instagram page for BCM. So, let's get started. This is in no particular order, but it is supposed to be short, so I'm going to get started. Um, We're just going to get this one out of the way. Can you pronounce on? Um, O-N, the opposite of off, is on. Okay, I'm just going to leave it there. You know who you are, and I have no problem with how I say that word. Um, Okay, let's shift gears. Um, What's the most rewarding part of your role at BCM? So my role is the ministry associate, and one of my main things I get to do that's honestly the most rewarding, and I always tell myself I get to do it. That word get is so important for me. It's just to meet with students. I get to learn more about students, get to hear about why they picked Winthrop or York Tech or Clinton College and and why they chose to come to Rock Hill and the friends they're doing, how how friendships are going, how classes are going, how their life is. Sometimes conversations are very low-key and just like surface-level convo, or sometimes it gets deep. And so just the way people can trust me with those conversations and the way I can trust them with me sharing about my life too, um, is so rewarding. And just simply to be able to, in every single conversation I go into it, I want to, with the wanting to bring up God. And so I get to do that. And it's so special. Um, what do you normally do in your personal time with the Lord? It's a good question. Uh, It it definitely changes. Um, Recently, I've been most consistent in the mornings where I start off by praying. I praying for clarity, praying for wisdom, praying for the Lord to reveal just whatever he needs to for my day, Um, for me to take my time and to not feel pressure to read the whole Bible in one sitting. (laughs) Um, And just pray that I will see more of who God is and fall more in love with him and see more of who I am and my need for him. And then I usually read the passage or chapter I'm reading through for that morning once all the way through. And then I read it again, but I pause and underline certain words, characteristics of God, different characteristics of man, and just take notes also on the side. And then I try to end in prayer to just thank the Lord for what I read that day and um, thank him for the characteristics of him that I see. And yeah, that's usually what I do. Right now I'm reading through Isaiah. Um, and that's what I've been, what's been working best for me in Isaiah too. Um, what advice would you give to a woman in the early stages of her faith? Uh, great question. Um, I would probably say to, it kind of correlates with my personal time with the Lord. Like get, develop that rhythm of your personal time with the Lord. Um, I think for me, whenever I first started my early stages of my faith, it was so important for me to find joy in the Word of God, to find joy in that personal time with the Lord. Personally, for me, I don't do well with just sitting still or just having that personal time. I would rather be doing something at the gym or hanging out with friends and that being my personal time. Um, But, like, it's so important to just find joy in, like, in excitement in reading the Bible or in praying or going on a walk and just getting to talk to God or listening to worship music, like finding your rhythm and what gets you excited to learn more about God and grow closer to him. And sometimes for me, um, it's having a conversation with someone and just being like, Hey, can I tell you about 
what the Lord taught me or what, what God's doing in my life. And so just getting excited in your personal time with the Lord will develop and spread and pour over into your relationships with other believers and even with non-believers. I think it was so, it was also so important for me to just get excited to talk about God with people. Um, and so, yeah, really just excitement of the word of God. And sometimes like, I don't want to read. I'm not a reader at all. And so sometimes I don't want to read the Bible or I don't want to pray and sit down and have that time with God. But once I just kind of shift gears in my mind and maybe even go on a walk and do it or go on a run and just listen to worship music or just running in the quiet and finding your time with the Lord is so important. And I would maybe even like, since this is specific for a woman, like go in the Bible. And the first thing you can start reading is about just different women in the Bible. Like why did they want to, want to grow closer to God? Why did they trust in God so much? When did they not? When did they trust in God? And when were they strong? And when did they feel weak and had to rely on God? And just different things like that and how it can pour over into your relationship with God too. Um, how's the shampoo and conditioner going? Um, this will be quick. Uh, I, so this is from Miriam. If you know her, you gotta love her. Um, I recently got highlights and I just don't do, I, I've, I've always said I would never touch my hair and I did. And so I got highlights and now I'm using purple shampoo and I feel bougie, but Miriam helped me pick it out. And so Miriam, it's going great. Thank you for asking. Um, biggest pro and biggest con of being a preacher's kid. Honestly, I don't have many cons. Um, I would say the biggest con would maybe be that just the label that preacher's kids have. Um, but honestly, I've always loved it. I've always wanted to go into ministry. And so being able to see my dad in ministry has just really encouraged me over the years. And I honestly love being a preacher's kid. I know you don't hear that often, but it's really great. Um, so that's it. I hope this was encouraging to you. If you have any more questions for us, feel free to DM us or message us, email, whatever. And I hope you have great holidays and see you soon. Bye.